bottom line. Good day, everybody. Thank you for being with us here at the bottom line. Uh, Going to do one solo today because I really want to dig in deep in the conversation about what's happening in America regarding to the church and the church's role, all the stuff that's been going on, whether it's Roe v. Wade or uh, policy, legislation, uh, civil conversation. I just think we're in an hour uh, that's a critical hour, particularly for the church. Now, for those of you who are watching that are not Christians, you're not believers, hang in there now. Hang tight. You may just agree with some of this. Um I'm going to make an argument today why it is absolutely essential that we reestablish some fundamental foundational things in our country because the divide actually comes by attacking the foundation. So we're going to dig into that. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. As, as an immigrant, as a proud immigrant to this country, having lived in Africa, having spent significant time in, in Europe, uh, lived in Canada, uh, lived under different regimes at different times. Having immigrated to the United States three weeks after 9-11, when I arrived here, this was a United States of America. Why? Yes, we could say because of tragedy. No, because it, through tragedy, what happens is we focus on the primal necessities of life. When a family goes through a tragedy, in the time of mourning a loved one's passing or dealing with sickness, all the noise disappears. It just happens by default. You don't even sit together as a family and say, you know what, let's not get on Instagram today. Let's not go to soccer practice. You shut everything down and you focus on the critical elements. Well, that is a godly char characteristic, even for the non-believers. It's, it's order of priority. It's the logic ladder. It's systems, checks, and balances. It's how your body works. Your body will shut organs down. It'll shut function down so that the most, most needed necessities stay alive. You have to breathe. Your heart has to pump blood. You've got to circulate blood. You've got to get oxygen. It'll shut limbs and functions down so that the most vital organs stay alive. In the hour of distress, under pressure, a nation rallies around the fundamentals. The Ukraine. Look at the Ukraine right now. The Ukrainian people right now are not worried about their entertainment industry, theater, music, culture, its survival, its the safety of children, its food in your stomach, and they're uniting. They're uniting. So in 9-11... Three weeks after, when I arrive here, I arrive at a country that drains the noise out and focuses on one thing, safety and security of Americans, safety and security of their loved ones, the reality that maybe we are vulnerable, the reality that maybe evil can, in fact, permeate into our society and attack us from within. It's primal instinct, fundamentals, one nation, under God, liberty and justice for all, the right to pursue happiness, the, the need for a military, the need to be safe, the need to understand who's your neighbor, the understanding that we need to serve and help one another, the, the philanthropy that was flowing, the warm-heartedness of serve people that you have nothing in common with, serve people that you couldn't agree to sit down for a coffee for that matter. Think about where we are as a culture today. 
all those things are prevalent. People will not sit with other people. They won't have civil discourse. They won't gel together. Two churches can work together. People with inside the conservative movement, the Republican Party, are so torn apart in, in 900 different directions. Everybody's got their own version of the truth because nobody is, fo is focusing on the fundamentals. Nobody is focusing on the vitals. We have lost sight as a nation and as a church, I would argue, of the vitals. This building I'm sitting in will fall if you mess with the foundation of the building. Your house, your apartment. If we go in tonight and we jack with the foundation, that building's coming down. The nation is coming down because we've abandoned the foundational issues, which, regardless of your belief system, regardless of your faith, regardless of your political affiliation, the foundational issues to this nation called America, we should agree on. We should defend and protect unilaterally, unified, bipartisan, tripartisan. Let's not eliminate the, the independents and the libertarians. But we're not focusing on the fundamentals. Yet, we are at crisis. This is an anomaly because when a family goes through a crisis, they focus on the fundamentals and the vitals. We're at crisis. The country has burned. People are dying. We went through a pandemic. We went through crazy stuff. And somehow we've been duped by media to not focus on what unites us. To not dare to speak of stability. To not dare to speak of truth because it will set people free. Because there is an agenda. There is a bigger agenda. And no, yes, I, I believe 100% in the new world orders move to take over the world. But there's a higher agenda than that. And that is Satan's agenda. To steal, kill, and destroy. So when we talk new world order, the World Bank, the World Health Organization, these are all minions, minion organizations that's serving a bigger purpose, a much bigger purpose. A purpose to take your soul. One by one. What is a nation after all? What is a nation? What is America? America is not a flag. America is not an idea. America is not a constitution. It's people. People doing what? Rallying around a set of values. Fundamentals. Foundational, primal, vital issues. Such as the word of God. The constitution. The bill of rights. The flag. Liberty and justice for all, the pursuit of happiness, individual freedom, opportunity, the land of the free, the home of the brave. Those are fundamental baseline issues that should have nothing to do with your political affiliation or your faith affiliation for that matter. Sure, maybe you don't want to rally around the Bible, and but you love the Constitution. It came from the Word of God. Whether you want to believe that or not, it came from the Word of God because those who drafted it came from a place that was broken and said, we must go to a place where we can pursue God, but we must also honor those who choose not to and not infringe upon their liberties. I argue that everything people are looking for in this country at this moment, from an individual standpoint, they've already been granted. It's actually in God's kingdom. You have individual liberty. You have freedom. You have the way to get out of sin. You have the way to get opportunity. You have access to the Word of God. You have access to opportunity in this country. 
So anything that breaks it down plays to the higher order of evil, which is Satan. So yes, the New World Order. Yes, eugenics programs. Yes, people like Margaret Sanger and, and Adolf Hitler and Stalin and Mao. These people subscribed to these ideas, these ideologies, of course. But at the top, there's a prince of light and a prince of darkness. The prince of light being Jesus Christ himself and the prince of darkness being the one that was kicked out of heaven with the third of the angels named Satan. Anything that's dark, anything that destroys this country, anything that breaks culture, anything that comes and jacks with the foundation of this nation, such as the Constitution, such as individual liberty, such as, as structure, such as truth, such as the Word of God, such as gender, such as children should not be targeted, children should not be sexually exploited. Anything that does that is in alignment with Satan. Now, whether that aligns with a particular political party or the New World Order, ultimately, it falls on the side of the ledger of darkness. It's light and dark. There's no gray. There's no lukewarm. God himself will spew you out. So we have to wake up as Americans and ask ourselves, day by day, minute by minute, issue by issue, are you on the light or the dark side? Because a double-minded man will not be blessed. You can't straddle the fence. You become lukewarm and you will be spewed out. You will be irrelevant. You will not make an impact. So either everything you do in life, everything I do in life, is going to line up with light or you line up with dark. But this is not a, hey, let's balance the scales. I'm going to have a lot of dark and a lot of light and hopefully it balances out at the end of the day. Let's be honest. Just brutally intellectually honest with one another, with no nonsense. A lot of the church live their life that way. A lot of Americans live their life. I want some dark in my life because it's enticing, right? And then I'll have enough light to balance it out. And hopefully at the end of the day, God looks at me, oh, you balance the scales. That's not how it works. It's not how it's going to work. And it's not how it works in a nation. Look, don't take my word for it. Just look, it's falling apart. It's falling apart because when you come in agreement with evil, it consumes. A little leaven spoils the whole batch. You can't play this game of the same amount of dark and the same amount of light. I had this conversation with a, a friend yesterday that I want to get into. But before we do, I have to thank Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile, thank you. Glenn Story and your team, thank you so much. You guys are amazing. You really invest in helping us save lives, children from sex trafficking, if you are looking for a cell phone carrier or you just want to put your money somewhere where they're not going to turn it around and invest it in Planned Parenthood or some radical ideologies of breaking the foundation of a nation, if you want to be with a company that's going to give you great service with a great heart, great purpose, take care of our veterans and give you great customer support, check out Patriot Mobile, dial 972-PATRIOT. And when you do, mention the bottom line or when you go online, enter the bottom line and you will get an activation discount. If you're a veteran, they're really going to take care of you. Thank you so much to Patriot Mobile, the only Christian conservative cell phone carrier in the USA. Thank you so much. Now, let's talk. So much of the church is balancing. And Yaku, how can you say that? Oh, I can say that. When you watch a pastor bring a drag queen into church to walk as if she's walking the New York fashion show runway 
at the Vogue fashion show, he, she, whatever, and strut down the aisle of a church in service. It's not like they rented the building, which would be bad enough. No, this is during a sermon and get on stage and fully endorse darkness. Yaku, are you saying uh, transgenderism and dark? Sexual immorality is darkness, all of it. Infidelity, cheating on your wife, pornography, the trans movement, abusing children, transgender story hour, indoctrinating kids in the classroom. It is all darkness. Sexual immorality is darkness. It's not me saying, as a matter of fact, God calls it an abomination. Either I take the word of God at face value, what we call exegetical scripture, it means was it what it says it means. It doesn't need interpretation. We cannot interpret it. Yes, the Holy Spirit can give revelation and deeper meaning, but we don't interpret it because then we start picking balls and strikes and we decide what scripture counts and what doesn't. And actually, as a matter of fact, the Word of God confirms itself. Scripture confirms Scripture throughout the Word. Prophecy is fulfilled, and it points back to prophecy. It was foretold. I told you this would happen. And here it is, and now it's happening. So yes, when the church doesn't step up to celebrate a 49-year prayer answered in Roe v. Wade, only 20% of the American churches two days after Roe fell mentioned Roe in their sermon. Why? Because they're scared of being profiled in public that they may just be for what they prayed for for 49 years. Are you kidding me? There should have been a God-honoring, not in the streets and rubbing it in people's faces, a God-honoring, reverence-filled celebration saying, Lord, you're good. You heard our prayers. God, you're so good. You care about the child in the womb. God, you're so good because when you say you knew me before you crafted me in the womb, you meant it. God, now help us as the church to help the single mothers. Help us now as the church to help the orphan, to help the outcast, to help the destitute, to help the single fathers. God, now help us to feed them and clothe them. Help us to help the widow and the orphan according to your word. Help us to help the least because we're doing it to you. That's what the church should be doing right now. But no, they couldn't even celebrate because uh, it's kind of not the right timing, God. Could, could you not have had Roe fall in a time when there wasn't political correctness? Are you? I mean, have we lost our minds? Our nation is in turmoil because we're not stepping up to point out the fundamental things that hold this nation up, that makes it America. We're not talking about that. We're not speaking of it as foundational. We're not even in the conservative movement. I just left a massive Republican you know, convention. It's not mentioned, not one time in four days is it mentioned that maybe we have things that we can agree on with the Democratic Party. Maybe the Constitution, maybe truth. Maybe there's things that we need to rally around with the few, the proud, 
on the other side of the island say, come on, guys, can we build bridges? Can we unite on certain things? Can we focus like a family who's going through distress, drain the noise out and focus on what really matters? If the politicians won't do it, which my account right now is they won't, because they're more concerned about the careers in every party, all of them, okay? There's very few that's not, okay? And yes, show me. They show me different, I'll go, okay. They step up and show me different, I go, okay. Focus on the fundamentals. Any good football coach is going to tell you, do the fundamentals. Block, tackle. Don't get fancy if you can't do the fundamentals well. We're writing policy, we're making policy, we're making promises, we're talking big, we're building, we're building on sand. We've got to build on where God built. The foundational issues that set this nation apart, why God chose her, the one called America, to stand with Israel, the one to uphold the word of God, the one to uphold and celebrate truth. It's time to to look at that. And if the government won't do it, and the politicians won't do it, then the only way we're going to restore this nation truly is for the families to do it. And for the family to do it, you got to look at God's order and God's structure. And when you look at God's order and God's structure, you see, well, wait a minute, it's the nuclear family. And yes, that may offend some people. Show me the alternative, and i show you something that's broken. It is broken. Have we not had the most prevalent pride month in history in this nation? Have we not flown the pride flag the same height as the American flag over cities? Have we not given access and media and voice to Black Lives Matter? Have we not given access to people and freedom and right of passage to people to burn cities down? Have we not given people the opportunity in the last two years to speak their mind and be lawless and rape and plunder and murder and kill? Have we not in Chicago given enough access and free reign to people to hurt their own kind? Because the answer is we have. And the result is dismal. It does not produce life. It produces death because it comes in alignment with Satan. Steal, kill, destroy. We've done it. How does it feel, America? How does it look? And oh, no, 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 no. You're not just going to point fingers to the left or those on the left point fingers to the right. Or point fingers to the gay community, or point fingers to the straight community, or point fingers to the black, or the white. No, this is accountability hour in the United States of America. This is truth hour. Time is up. Your time is up. My time is up. Playing games is over. Or keep playing the games and destroy the whole building. And then deal with it. Have your cake and eat it. You made the bed, sleep in it. A little accountability in America. You want to break it? Break it. Break it. But you don't get to complain when it's broken. 
whole nother hour has come upon this nation. A whole nother set of circumstance and accountability. A whole nother spiritual battle is being fought right now. This is, we are so deep into, into the battle that's so hot in the kitchen. It is wake up time. It's past wake up time. Lawlessness, ungodliness, sexual immorality, self-grandizing, self-deification, being the most important person on the planet, having a whole society need to change vocabulary and language because of how you feel, does not work. Prove me otherwise. Prove me. We, we can, I can ask Rebecca to run the reel and show you cities on fire. Show you buildings burning. Show you kids being raped. Show you familial trafficking, parents selling their own children. Show you lawlessness. Show you the dropout rate of police. Show you the hate between police and communities and communities of police. Show you black fathers driven out of their home. Show you homelessness. Show you 80% of incarcerated individuals were, were young men who were raised without a father who now left their children fatherless. Show you an economy in, in decline. Show you inflation. This is not about one man in the White House. The second you do that, you're taking your eye off the fundamentals. You're taking the bait. Don't take the bait. Do I think the President of the United States is doing a good job? No, the worst ever. Ever. But it happened on our watch. It's a slow fade. We've allowed it. We've degraded society. We've taken our eye off the fundamentals. And the only way that I can find a way to bring some sort of structure is to get back into the nuclear family. To get back into the home. Because that you can control. That you have authority over. You may not control your constituents that you voted into office recklessly without doing research. But you can definitely step in and take some sort of charge over your household. Some sort of accountability. I can do that. I can say, you know what? I have failed. I made bad decisions. I need to do better. I'm going to hold myself accountable. Ask my wife, come on, let's walk together. Hold me accountable. Raise these children in, in, to be good people. People that love people. People that love people that don't believe what they believe. People that love their enemies. People that pray for their enemies. My children, they need to serve. They need to work hard. You don't get a trophy because you show up. Excuse me? What? You showed up and we need to applaud you? You're supposed to show up. You showed up for your team and this is an accomplishment? No, I, ex I expect you to score. I expect you to participate in the game. I expect you to leave it on the field showing up. Showing Anybody can show up. Look at service in our country. Look at pride of self. Look at self-worth, how it's declined. Look at, listen, no matter what you get paid per hour, it's your job. Do it well so God can advance you to the next job. What makes you think we are worth being elevated or, or, or excelling in the next thing if we're neglecting the very thing God's given us right now? Where's honor? 
Where is listening to those who disagree with you because you may still learn something from them? Where's civil discourse? Where's common decency? All that stems from a lack of identity. And our country's identity is in its foundation. It is in why God decided for it to be formed. And we've lost sight of our identity. And now we are like a rudderless ship. And any wind that blows, it's in your sails and off you go. And you start justifying sin in your life and justifying movement and silencing your voice, but complaining about how bad it's getting. But not saying, put your hand back on the stern, get down below, get a rudder back on the ship and go true north. Let's remind ourselves on why we are who we are in our foundation. And let's build upon that again. There's housekeeping to do. There's some demolition to do. we got to knock walls out and change this building called America. Needs renovation. It needs new management for sure. But you can put new management in a broken building and unless they do renovation, the building's still, the building's still falling. We've got bad management. In our federal government, in our state governments, we have bad management in our households. And that is the, that's the, that's the game changer. That's the nail in the coffin. So government fails you. There's only 100 senators in this country. But 300 plus million Americans that make this country. What is government going to do to you when you take your family back? When you take your children's education seriously, when you take their emotional, mental, and spiritual health seriously, when you start investing prayer into your house, when you come home, Dad, and you say, I'm going to be present. Yes, I'm working 60 hours a week, but you know what? Praise God, he gave me a family, and I'm proud of them. When you say, wife, I'm sorry. I made mistakes. Forgive me. Work with me. Husband, I'm sorry. When you say, help me here, pastor. Walk with somebody. Let's serve. Let's sit together and just do something as simple as a family and have a meal together. Not FaceTime the app. Real FaceTime. Building trust. Investing in our children. Reminding them of who we are. Reciting the Star Spangled Banner. Maybe for the first time in your life, research why those lyrics to that song were written the way they were written. Because in the hour of distress, when the bombs were flying, some men had to hold the flag up so that other men who were imprisoned offshore on a ship could see the flag is still up, we're still in the fight. But what they didn't know was, the truth is, the men who held the flag up died. But before the flag hit the ground, other men stepped on their bodies and held the flag back up, knowing surely they will die too. But the flag had to stay up. That's these ramparts we watched. The bombs bursting in air. 
Let an immigrant today tell you there is a reason this nation was called by God and why we have to go back to the fundamentals outside of political affiliation. And we got to get honest and we got to call sin, sin, evil, evil, good, good. Woe to them who in the latter days will call evil good and good evil. Well, Yaku, if we call evil evil, there's consequences. I mean, that's not popular. It's the only way to heal the nation. You must depart from evil. You must depart from sin. We must love our enemies. We must pray for our enemies. They don't have to be your best friend. You don't have to let them run the country. But we have to uphold the commandments of God if we want this nation to survive. Because it's not coming through a man. Forget if you think 2024, whoever gets elected president on the conservative side, that that person, by popular demand, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, or whoever for that matter, that that person is going to save a nation. You are woefully, dismally mistaken. If you think that the person in the White House brings a moral compass back to a father and his children in the household. Not going to happen. No, the father and the mother in the household has to take responsibility and be accountable and step back in here and build this nation back up from the bootstraps. Family by family. And yes, of course, I want good leadership at the top. Of course, we want people to point towards the real solution. Not self-deifying, which I did no, not saying one of them have. But not saying I'm the answer or people saying that person's the answer. But that person in leadership saying, in God we trust. Family is important. This nation is important. Prayer is important. Truth is important. We love the people that disagree with us, but we must have truth. We must have law and order. We must have a justice system that's blind. Stop with this race-baiting nonsense of pinning races against each other all the time. It's a device, a device from Satan himself to pin Americans against Americans. And we take the bait as dumb as fish. We should be a little bit above fish with our cognitive ability, with our intellect. Can we maybe get back to maybe we use a little bit of what God gave us? Maybe Einstein was right when he said we only use 10%. Maybe, maybe, maybe we strive to get beyond 10%. Heck, I'll settle for 2% right now. Nobody is going to do this for Yakuboyans and my family. Nobody. Not a president, a governor, a senator. Not my neighbor. Not Dan. No, my kids and my wife, they look to God first and then they look to me. I look to God first and then I look to my wife. It is faith. And then family. Then freedom. You put freedom above family, you will abandon your family, you'll break the nuclear family. We're doing that right now. 
oh, we're fighting for the White House, but we're watching porn and letting our children be trafficked and we're abandoning our kids and we got baby mamas all over the place. Not going to work, man. Talked to a, a, a friend yesterday and he said, I'm struggling, Yaku. Where are you on the life issue? Pro-life, pro-choice. And he goes, I'm pro-life, but really only after a certain period. And he tells me, I'm struggling with this. And I go, yeah, I think that would be hard. Because you're either pro-life or you're not. Because if you're pro-life, and then it's still up to you when life begins, isn't that pro-choice? Aren't you the one choosing when life begins and when it ends? It's a tough situation. Sticky situation the church is in. Very, very difficult situation to be in today to call yourself a Christian. Because this is the hour where you better look like it. We better walk like it. The world needs answers. The world needs love. Unconditional love. Without asking questions, do you agree with me? Are you my race, my skin color? Are you from my background? No, just love. Good Samaritan. Above and beyond. There's a story about the Good Samaritan nobody talks about. Yes, Good Samaritan. It's from the Bible, by the way, for those of you who don't know. Pastors pass, priests pass, good people pass. People of same faith, same ethnicity pass. Good Samaritan, opposite race, opposite culture, opposite faith shows up, takes a man, takes him to the inn. What does he do? Drop him off the front door? Did my piece. Picked him up. It's not my kind. Drop him off the front door. He's bloody. He's a mess. He's destitute. He's homeless. Hungry. Clothed. Maybe not clothed. Drop him. No. Takes him to the innkeeper and says, Listen, take care of this man. I'm going to pay you now in advance. Take care of him to the best of your ability. And when I come back, I'll settle the bill. That is above and beyond. That is the America I want. That's the America that looks at someone that's struggling and don't ask, um, are, you, are, you, are you with me on XYZ? No, you just bless. You help. You build. You build. You build. And you don't break down. Yes, I can tell you that the left today the liberals today, they break down. They don't build. So they got to deal with God. They got a problem. They got a real problem because they're falling on the side of darkness. Steal, kill, destroy. Versus life and life everlasting. Glory to glory. Building a kingdom. On earth and heaven. Breaking, building. Ask yourself a simple question. Are there areas in your life where you are breaking things? Where you are breaking people? Let me ask you a real bold question. Are you breaking yourself? How could I be breaking myself? Speaking word curses over yourself. Engaging in pornography. Living in sin. Justifying sin. Not speaking up. Seeing injustice and holding your tongue. Being more concerned about your social status than actually other people. Abandoning your family. Not stepping up to the plate. 
not admitting your faults and your guilt, not stepping up, not making you yes, you yes, and you know, you know. If you're doing those things, you're breaking yourself, never mind the country or your family. Let's stop breaking stuff. Let's start building. Just focus on building. Just focus on positively influencing you, your culture, your neighborhood. And what's going to happen is you're going to find yourself miraculously on the side of light. You're going to find yourself, whether you're a Christian or not, miraculously lining up with 90% of God's word. It's not that hard, but it does take sacrifice and compromise of self and your will and your desires and your needs and my needs and me, 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 this whole world's me, me, me. Sure, you may say, Yaku, you're so upset today. No, I'm just done with wasting time chasing this rabbit into darkness. And watching people talk about what's broken, not realizing they're part of the crowd breaking it. And saying, okay, it's broken. I'm stepping in to start building. And, And yeah, I can talk to the world. I can talk to all Americans. This should be all Americans. I, I, my hope is that it's 300 plus million Americans that would do this. But my request is that it's the church. Why? Because you say you love God. You say that this book is your manifesto. This book is your rudder. The world that doesn't know God, they don't say that. So I hope that they too would want a safe place for their children, a community that's functioning, food on the shelves, you know, the practical things, no blackouts, brownouts, no inflation, an economy that works, opportunity, equal opportunity, reward. I hope that they would want that. I hope that they would want to see less homelessness. I hope that they wouldn't want to see the orphan and the widow taken care of and the foster child being, you know, being raised properly. I have a hope for, for America to do that. I have a request of the church to do that. Why? Because you're affiliating with his word. And if you are, and you're not walking out the commandments, 1 John 1.10 says, you make God a liar. Chew on that for a minute. When we do not uphold his commandments, we say that he's a liar while saying that we're followers of him. No. It's in fact no longer on him. He did it. He sacrificed his own son. It's now on us to align with him and his word. And take this good, good news. The news that a crack addict has a future. The news that a single mom can make it. The news that a teenager that is pregnant can have a community that supports her or a family that will adopt the child. The news that when we see injustice, we're going to step into the gap. The news that if a woman is being downtrodden or taken or abused, 
that a man will step up and put himself in harm's way and defend and protect her. The news that a father can, in fact, be a godly father to lead his family. The news that you can get out of porn. The news that you can have a career as a woman and have a family. The news that this nation can be inherently good. The news that race doesn't matter, but cultural differences should be celebrated. The news that he died for everybody. That's the news that we can spread when we just start building and focusing on saying, God, help me get rid of all things that break me or break other people through me. I don't want it in my life. I don't want to be part of it. I don't want to promote it. I don't want to justify it. I want it out of my life because I want to be a builder. I want to eliminate Satan, the darkness, by shining light, by bringing light. Let's have, and it starts from my mouth, it starts with me, for me. I'm not asking you to do a single thing that I'm not holding myself accountable to. Not one. Let's stand accountable. Let's depart from things that break and destroy. Yes, if you see injustice like we see in the current administration and we see a, an, an unbalanced society and we see a law that is not, uh, uh, you know, Lady Justice is not blind that picks winners or losers. We have to point it out. We have to be the watchman on the wall. Ezekiel 33, 7. But let's not just point it out. Let's go actively and go build Go speak into people's lives. Go show them the truth. Go have the conversations, the tough conversations, the ones we shy away from. And I'll close with this. If not the church, meaning not the buildings or the religion. Religion hurts people, by the way. Relationship with God heals people. So I'm not talking about the Catholics, the Protestants, the Pentecostals, the Baptists, the Southern Baptists, the Methodists, the five different factions of the Methodists. I'm talking about the church, the body, the people. Like the country is people, the body of Christ is people. The body stepping up saying, okay, hold on one minute. We got to build. We got to heal. We gotta bring love. We gotta point out injustice and then bring godly correction. Bring godly alternatives. We can't just sit and whine and complain. Be complicit. Turn turn the other way. See no evil, hear no evil. Because the world and government is not gonna fix it. There's not a government on earth right now that's stepping up to be a part of the solution. Not one out of 200 plus nations on earth. There's not a single government that is actually proactively pointing people back towards fundamental, foundational, bonding truths that help heal. It must be America. It must. 
it's going to take the people to demand it. So, those of you who are believers, take your knowledge in God and get into the streets. Go walk it out. That's the hour. Lukewarm time is up. You're hot or cold. Cold, steal, kill, destroy. Hot for the Lord, life, life everlasting. Glory to glory. I know it was a tough one. I'm not angry. I'm just done. I'm just done with, 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 we don't have time. I'm just done with games. It's build phase right now. Let's get back on track. Let's get a vision for this nation again. Where all men are equal, but we're building towards something good and healthy. God bless you. Thank you so much. See you next time.